Euronet Plus Panorama is a weekly review of European news broadcast by our network of EU radio stations. According to the Corruption Perceptions Index 2022, the EU, while still faring better than most of the rest of the world, is showing a clear downward trend year on year. Yes, this week we're looking at the findings of the latest Transparency International Report on Corruption, released on Tuesday the 31st of January, which reveals that most countries in the world are failing to put a stop to corrupt practices. Denmark tops the table, scoring an impressive 90 out of 100. In fact, it's one of the only two countries ranked in the top 10, all but two of which are located in northern or western Europe whose scores have risen this past year. Speaking to Luxembourg's national broadcaster 100.7, Flora Cresswell, Transparency International's coordinator for Western Europe, gives a fairly bleak appraisal of her region's performance, at least in terms of public perception. In Western Europe, particular standout results this year show that several countries that are usually at the top of the index have actually got their lowest score on record. So, for example, countries such as the UK, Austria and Luxembourg have significantly declined. Um, and really, the two of the main trends that we've seen that stand out is weak standards on ethics and political integrity within the region, which is leading gaps for undue influence in political decision making. And also the rollback of, of rule of law in several countries, um, which is, is weakening anti-corruption measures and also seen slides and scores of countries both at the bottom and at the top of the index. Alexandra Herzog, the chair of Transparency International Germany, echoes Cresswell's take on the deteriorating situation in Western Europe as our German broadcaster AMS reports. Overall, it has to be said that most countries are failing to make any progress in fighting corruption, and especially countries that score highly internationally, such as Germany, France and Switzerland. Germany drops slightly by 1 point to 79 points and is now in ninth place. And looking at the past 10 years, you can see that far too little has happened in the fight against corruption. Indeed, even in Germany, often considered a paragon of virtue. A public foundation was found not only to have ties with Gazprom, Russia's state-owned gas company, but to have lobbied for the Nord Stream 2 pipeline and served as a conduit for Russian influence. Back in Luxembourg, which has dropped four points to 77 and one place to 10th out of 180 in the NGO's index, Flora Cresswell adds that more effort is required in this field, particularly when it comes to preventing money laundering and conflicts of interest arising from the so-called revolving door phenomenon. There needs to be a stronger legal framework of conflicts of interest. And also there's weaknesses on access to information, which would also improve the public really knowing who's influencing what in legislation processes as well. Spain, too, has dropped a point over the last year, reports S Radio Castilla y León. The Iberian nation finds itself, with its world ranking of 35, pretty much in the middle of the pack when it comes to EU member states. Ranked 41st in the world, Slovenia, for its part, has achieved its worst result to date and lags significantly behind the European average, with its 56 points representing a five-point drop on 10 years ago. Yet, say our colleagues at RTV Slovenia, the country's Commission for the Prevention of Corruption believes that a newly adopted law on the protection of whistleblowers and a planned study on the bribery of public servants 
will push Slovenia in the right direction. The Slovenian Euronet Plus member station shares Minister of the Economy Matias Han's call to the political community to bring about change in this area. Not only the government, but politicians in general need to reflect and do everything they can to move us significantly up these rankings. Despite receiving one point more than last year, Bulgaria still finds itself languishing close to the bottom of the EU in joint 72nd place, just above Hungary. Among other rule of law concerns, political corruption in Sofia and a series of controversial legislative amendments are seen to be preventing free and fair elections. And Karlin Slavov, the executive director of Transparency International Bulgaria, gives BNR one other concrete example of where the country has plenty of room for improvement. European money is being squandered and unfortunately in Bulgaria we have one emblematic example that, regardless of the government, remains a constant year on year, that of road building. One key example is the Road Infrastructure Agency with the much-discussed Železnica project. Ever since 2014 we have been trying to build Bulgaria's longest tunnel. This contract has been cancelled three times, once because a bidder's documentation was stolen. But the tunnel has been ready for two years now. 250 million euros of European funds have been used up and the tunnel has been built. But nobody uses it because the preparatory work was substandard and two landslides on the north and south sides of the tunnel were not cleared by the agency, leaving it unusable. This is a very similar case to the staircases that were built in the middle of fields under socialism, not to mention the buildings built with no staircases. In the wake of Qatargate, the corruption scandal that has rocked the European Parliament in recent months, the institution has been bending over backwards to demonstrate its commitment to fighting corruption. Last month, European Parliament President Roberta Metsola presented 14 proposals to strengthen the integrity and transparency of the European Assembly. The proposals, which include a cooling-off period for former MEPs before they can engage in lobbying activities, and the publication of all meetings with interest groups and third-country representatives, were debated in plenary and broadly welcomed by European Ombudsman Emily O'Reilly. Yet, according to Nick Ayossa, Deputy Director of Transparency International EU, they do not go far enough. Iossa told MEPs at a hearing on the 26th of January that there are still issues to be resolved, for example regarding MEPs' declarations on travel and gifts. He also noted that the institution had twice declined to participate in a Transparency International study on integrity and loopholes. Alexandra Herzog, the chair of Transparency International Germany, highlights the potentially far-reaching consequences of this kind of high-level corruption, drawing on Russia to illustrate her point. Our colleagues in Germany share her comments. We see that strategic corruption is a growing threat to democracy and national security. One example is the ongoing corruption case at EU level. How far-reaching the consequences of strategic corruption are, however, can be seen in the context of the Russian attack on Ukraine. Russia has built up a network of supporters with massive financial resources over many years and has thus, for example, influenced energy policy and significantly improved and strengthened its geostrategic position over the years. Beata Shidwa an MEP representing Poland's ruling Law and Justice Party, 
takes this point and runs with it. At a joint meeting of the Special Committee on External Interference, the Committee on Foreign Affairs and the Subcommittee on Security and Defence, she claimed that until recently the EU had accepted Russian influence, no questions asked. Particularly now that the war in Ukraine is happening, it is clear that Russia is achieving and has achieved its aims partially by interfering in what was happening in the European Union. After all, the Russians made no secret of their payroll, which included prominent politicians, including the former German Chancellor. And the pursuit of Russian interests was accepted by the European Parliament and by the European Union. And in the context of the newly released Corruption Perceptions Index, Kuku Radio looks at the situation in Ukraine, where five regional governors and four deputy ministers stepped down on the 24th of January in the midst of a corruption scandal. Ukraine currently ranks 116th in the world, with a corruption perception score of just 33. Our Estonian member station asks Erik Heldner from the Estonian Tax and Customs Board who has been to Ukraine several times to provide anti-corruption training, whether the war has improved or worsened the country's historically close acquaintance with political corruption. According to the Transparency International Index, Ukraine is marginally better placed than it was this time last year. This finding is echoed by Heldner, who confirms that while in some ways the war has made Ukraine even more vulnerable to corruption, clear improvements can be seen. If there's one positive thing to take from this war, it is that Ukraine does not want any corruption from above or below. The country's leadership is clearly saying, this is a security threat and we will not tolerate it. And it's not just a security threat, in words, it really is one. If a person spends four times as much money on food or buys a diesel generator at a huge markup, there may be no money for ammunition. It's as simple as that. Society understands that it is a matter of survival. The improvement is huge. But can we say there are no corrupt deals being attempted? Of course there are. With an EU-Ukraine summit scheduled for Friday the 3rd of February, the EU's draft declaration makes no promises on Ukraine's accession timetable. Progress is conditional upon Kyiv bringing about promised anti-corruption and anti-money laundering reforms although Brussels does acknowledge the considerable efforts being made by the Ukrainian authorities in this regard. Thanks for listening. Come back again next week for another look at the news from a Euronet Plus perspective.